Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm Eliana Palomino, a proud Greek American, former Miss Teen America, corporate sales leader turned entrepreneur, mother, and wife. And I believe that we are made for more. But without the right tools, mindset, or support system to help us grow, that potential never gets unleashed. And that, my friends, is a life unlived. This show is all about expanding your mindset, unlocking your potential, and learning from the best on how to elevate your life, business, and relationships. Set your intentions, and like we say in Greek, Bame, let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. Hope you're having an amazing day thus far, and it's going to get that much better once you hear this episode all about seed cycling. Okay, so if you listen to our episode on cycle syncing, this matched up with seed cycling is everything that you need to know and how to balance your hormones and feel your best throughout your menstruation of a 28-day cycle. So this episode really starts back with the cycle syncing. So if you haven't listened to that, highly encourage you to go listen to that first and then come back and listen to this one. It will make just that much more sense. Okay. So without further ado, Julia is our guest today and she created a company surrounding seed cycling based out of her own needs and her clients' needs. She is an incredibly knowledgeable woman and an expert in this field, I must say. I learned a ton, as you will, throughout this episode. She really breaks down all of the benefits between each of the seeds that we eat throughout the different stages of our cycle and what it does to our hormones, like tangibly. Does it get rid of acne? Yes, it can. Can it subdue some of the mood swings? Yes, it can. How long will it take to do all of those things? She shares it in the episode and so much more. Without further ado, Julia is the founder of Mansky's Wellness, a woman-owned company, of course, providing natural and effective solutions to PMS and other menstruation problems. This company came to be through personal experience and extensive research by our founder, Julia. Mansky's Wellness was created to empower women to keep things simple using the ingredients God gave us here on earth as medicine. Their seed cycling kits rotate seeds between the different phases of your cycle, and they have also a macronutrient bar that is high in protein for all women to feel good knowing what they are putting in their body is actually supporting their health. They encourage us to use their resources to educate on how to support our hormones through food, which you can use to glow from the inside out. I can't wait for you to hear this episode and share your takeaways with us on social. Be sure to tag us both. And without further ado, the conversation with Julia begins right now. Julia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I am too. I thought it was pretty amazing how, you know, you came across our episode on cycle syncing and you were like, hey, do you know about seed cycling, you know? 
Yeah, exactly. I saw on Haley's Instagram, and I was like, oh my goodness, this podcast would be so amazing to talk with. Yeah, and that's what this platform is all about. So, you know, this episode is pretty much a continuation into the realm of women's health and hormones and really understanding, you know, more of our period and how to support it and just us, you know, um, in general. So I didn't really understand cycle seed seed cycling and I still don't know a ton about it but you created an entire company around it and so I would love for you to break down like start us off a bit about yourself okay and what is seed cycling okay perfect so hi guys my name is Julia um so I'm an integrative nutrition health coach and also have my bachelor's in nutrition dietetics. So I always loved um, the health and wellness space, always grew up loving food and having a passion for nutrition. So I'm um, kind of coming off of birth control in 2019. I was in college and that's really what brought me more into the hormone health space. So and that's also how I came across seed cycling. I battled with really awful, um, irregular cycles, like really painful periods, irritability, breast tenderness, all the things my period experience just wasn't so great. And when I started having clients um, on the side as well, I started to really understand that you know, first of all, talking about periods is very like taboo, like not a lot of people do it. But when I started working kind of one on one with more people, I started noticing like, everyone is experiencing very similar things, maybe in different ways. But the root issue is still hormonal problems, hormonal symptoms in some way. So um, that's really when I started to look into like food first approaches for um, hormone problems and started to realize how much nutrition played such a huge role in hormone health and how, you know, you go about your daily life, how you're feeling, all of those things. And nutrient efficiencies are actually one of the root causes of hormonal imbalances. And that's what's causing hormonal symptoms um, in women in all stages of life. So that was actually when I came across seed cycling was there were so many other things like ginger and a bunch of different types of like herb spices that are super beneficial for hormone health. I also wanted to see like, you know, what, what is there in terms of like food that I can add on my food every single day to make it more simple. And I did come across seeds and I'm pretty sure it was when I was reading beyond the pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton. Uh, that was like one of the first books I read, um, kind of a birth control and I found seed cycling. I was like, Oh, this is so interesting. But at first I was like, Oh my goodness, this sounds very hard. Like you're probably thinking, what is seed cycling? Like, what is your cycle? Just your period. Like, that's what I thought. Um, and so this, there was this huge understanding that I had to kind of go over before I even started seed cycling. So without going too much into it real fast, basically seed cycling is just rotating different nutrients in specific phases of your menstrual cycle. So um, consuming flax and pumpkin basically in the first half of your cycle and then sesame and sunflower seeds in the second half of your cycle. Basically all throughout your menstrual cycle, you've Four different phases. So again, real brief rundown. Basically, it's menstruation, follicular phase, ovulatory phase, and luteal phase. But in the first half of your cycle, estrogen is the main hormone. So you're consuming those certain seeds. And then the second half of your cycle, progesterone is the main hormone. So you're consuming a different um, seed blend, which is sesame and sunflower seeds. So basically, essentially, seed cycling's just supporting what your body is doing naturally, which is producing hormones and excreting excess hormones, which is really going to help promote the balance of both estrogen progesterone to help have, you know, better fertility, have better regular cycles and have more, you know, painless periods and less PMS, all, all of the above. Mm. Yes. And because there's so much of our food that we're not absorbing 
any of the minerals or the vitamins, and especially during our periods, like unlike men, where they don't have fluctuations of their hormones like we do, mm. we really need all of that that we can get to stabilize ourselves and really help, you know, support us and where we're at. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so many people also ask, like with hormonal issues, like, well, you know, how do I even know if I have a hormonal imbalance, like that type of question? And, you know, where's it even coming from? So like I said, nutrient deficiencies are a big one, but a lot of the things that we go through in our daily life is causing it. And it's really hard to get away from it in today's society. It's really hard. So like stress is a big one. Even hormonal birth control is a big one, you know, poor liver function. That's the main detox organ. So it can be really hard for people to um, excrete like waste hormones, um, excess hormones and toxins out of their body if their liver is not really being supported properly. So there's that function um, and also just toxins and everywhere, like in our food and our, you know, plastic containers, like cosmetics, like things like that. So it's everywhere in our daily life. Um, and so that's a huge part of why so many of us are dealing with these like hormonal symptoms or hormonal problems. Mm, 100%. I, and so for me, <clears throat> um, for many years I was on the pill and I chose not to get my period. Eventually I, <laughs> I was just so disconnected. Okay. <laughs> um, and I did talk more about that in the episode of Cycle Sinking. So if you want to hear more about that, go listen to that episode. Um, but when I did choose to get my period, I was like, well, what's the point of birth control? Like I was only using it to really not have a period. So then I just completely got off, got myself clean. I was like, okay. And I wasn't noticing much fluctuation at the time. Um, and it wasn't until I delivered my son, I had my first baby that now I'm so much more aware of my different fluctuations. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this is coming. Or I know it's coming up ahead. And it's so much more fun now. Cause I can really see it. Um, and I feel for all the women that do have like PCOS and mm -hmm. have some really bad acne or weight gain or whatever comes up for them or mood swings. And, you know, if we don't think about what we're consuming, you know, with our eyes, with our mouth, with our ears, then how do you ever really know how to really support yourself? So I love that you know, seed cycling is one of those things where you don't have to like overstretch yourself an arm or a leg. It's really simple, but I will say it can sometimes be hard to find, you know, the specific seeds and in enough supply because how much, so break it down for us. Like how much of these seeds do we have to have? Is it every day? Like once a week? How does that work to make sure so that it's actually working? Yes. So the rundown of seed cycling is going to be basically a tablespoon of each blend. So basically, again, the first half of your cycle. So basically the first half means from your period to ovulation, um, that would be one tablespoon of flax, one tablespoon of pumpkin seeds, and then you'd be switching over to the second half. So ovulation, when you confirm that, which is the main event in your menstrual cycle, you're switching over to um, one tablespoon of sesame and one table and sunflower seeds. So what my company does is um, a huge thing, a huge misconception about seed cycling is that, um, well, the big one, the big problem with seed cycling is a lot of people will do it with whole seeds. Not this is not that this is a huge problem, but in terms of getting benefits, it's not always going to be that beneficial because whole seeds are very hard to properly digest and break down. Um, this is going to sound gross, but a lot of people don't, you know, kind of put the comparison of when you go to the bathroom and you see a whole seed, 
like that means it hasn't been able to like break down again when the inside of the shell is where you're getting those minerals where you're getting magnesium the zinc the iron selenium all those nutrients that are going to help with balancing your hormones and if we're consuming whole seeds there's not really going to be any point and especially flax and sesame are our big ones flax particularly that one's not ground that one's very very hard to digest but that's what we do is we do freshly grinding um, in small batches. So that's going to be really important to make sure that you're going to be able to absorb the nutrients. But also a lot of people deal with gut issues um, who sometimes just consume whole seeds all the time. So that can be really a lot easier on your digestion and just ease, like just kind of avoid all those stomach problems you could have if you're consuming those whole seeds every day. But yeah, as far as the serving, it's one tablespoon of each blend um, or two tablespoons, particular seed blend, depending on where you are in your cycle. And you're doing this for um, about, so for the minimum about seed cycling, people always ask like, how long does it take to see full effects? It can take one month for some people, but a lot of people can take a minimum of 30 months. And I say that because a lot of the times um, in research, it does say it takes 90 days for an egg to mature. So if an egg doesn't take, if an egg takes 90 days to mature, a lot of hormonal improvements can sometimes take the maximum amount of time to think irregular cycles, hormonal acne, kind of the ones that can take a few cycles, mood and bloating and period pain can sometimes be, you know, be a little bit more eased in like the first couple months, but definitely with cycle regularity um, and also hormonal acne, those are big ones that can take at least like three months to see full. Mm. So that's something I always tell people who ask that, that it's a common question. You guys, I am so grateful for how our community has been growing here that I decided to put together a weekly Elevate Your Life newsletter. This means every Tuesday, just like the podcast, you're going to receive an email in your inbox that is going to light you up, fuel your soul, and give you something yummy to digest alongside your coffee. This will include podcast updates, weekly reflections that are going to help guide you in your day or for your week, and of course, favorite finds that are making my life easier and more convenient. Let's face it, life as a mom is crazy, okay? Not to mention all the other duties we have on top. So if there's things that I've found that are making my life easier, I'm 100% going to be sharing them with you. So if that's you and you want to stay in the loop on all things podcast, things we have going on here, favorite finds and juicy reflections, go to the show notes below to sign up to receive the first one this week. Love you all. Yeah, absolutely. Even for myself. Um, and I thought what you said was so interesting that you could be eating the seeds. Like I would put pumpkin seeds in my, you know, yogurt bowl, um, and you will not be absorbing it the same had it be in a blend. Um, so it's very interesting. So my son actually is obsessed with pumpkin seeds. And every time I take out the bag, he's like, you know, give me more. <laughs> mas, mas. Yeah, so cute. And so I'll give him, you know, as much as he wants because it's pumpkin seeds. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And then I noticed the next two, three days, he's literally, okay, pumping out full pumpkin seeds on the back end. And I go, that was pointless. <laughs> right? I know. It's so gross, but people always ask, like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just tell you exactly what, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's 100% true. So I mm -hmm. then realized they, that there was no yep. nutritional benefit to him eating because they're just going to be like flushing right through. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love that you, you recognize that and you have these seed yeah. cycling kits that are just make it so easy and you just take a scoop, put it in your smoothie, your bowl, whatever. Do you have like a um, area on your website where you have recipes oh, for yeah. people to get creative, right? If you don't yeah. know what to do, you get kind of bored of the same thing every day. Yes. That's the big thing is that I do on my Instagram. I usually do like one recipe a week. Um, for a while there, I was doing like two or three, there's a ton of recipes on there. My Instagram highlights and also my blog, I do have recipes there too. Um, but I always say, so for people who struggle doing seed cycling, a lot of the times, or if you're not someone who likes to like make recipes, some people just don't. They're like, I'm more of like a throw it in my yogurt kind of girl. I'm more of the first thing that was in like my oatmeal, like my overnight oats, like something that's kind of fast on the go or like avocado toast. Um, do that because I always, if you're going to do seed cycling, you definitely need a, a plan of some sort. Like, you know, plan sounds very rigid, but just some sort of way that you know, like, how am I going to get these in if I'm going to start doing it? And I know for me, I always sprinkle it on my yogurt. So that's what I eat every day. And it's like a very simple step to add on top. And they're very flavor neutral. Um, they go with everything. So it's going to be super easy to get them in your diet every single day. But yes, recipes are great to add in, especially can be like energy bites. I have a lot of energy bite um, recipes. And so when you do them, you make them on Sunday, for example, you'll have like a whole batch of them for the entire week and you can add them in your meals. So super easy. Oh my God. That gave me so many ideas. Yeah. And it's funny. I just bought a new batch of dates, like meningeal dates, yeah. which are one of my favorite things to add to energy bites. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I have so many even, yeah, my Instagram particularly, I have a lot of recent recipes with those, but yeah, it's super easy. You just like mix them with the seeds and like shoes, like nut butters, things like that. So yeah. And then you have them for the whole week and then it's super simple. Just like pop one, you know, in your mouth every single day. So it's super easy. Yeah. But So I'd love for you to talk about, you know, we, we spoke on the specific, there's four seeds, right? There's two yeah. per the phases, like two for the first half of the phase and the second half of the phase. But I'm curious why these specific seeds over all the other ones? I don't know if you, you know, you can speak on that um, specifically, but I'm curious to know why oh. each of these seeds. Yeah. So basically the first half of your cycle. So when we try to kind of get in to the menstrual cycle and understand what's happening, that's when all the pieces really connect together. So period ovulation when estrogen's rising. So basically the day you get your period um, when it ends, estrogen starts to climb. That's your follicular phase. And so all throughout the timing, we want to make sure we're supporting um, this certain phase of our cycle with, with estrogen. That's when estrogen is the main hormone. So lignans and phytoestrogens particularly are these substances that are found in flaxseed that really helps metabolize estrogen. So it's going to be really great for making sure that you are having enough estrogen in your body. So you have that, you know, amount to help thicken the uterine lining for ovulation, which is that main event that's coming up. Um, but it's also going to be super helpful for excreting any excess estrogen as well. As a lot of women who deal with PMS and period pain, all those things in their luteal phase, which is before their period starts, um, the PMS zone, this is typically because we have too much estrogen in our body. So we want to make sure we're excreting that as well. But particularly in the first half of your cycle, again, estrogen is that main hormone. So lignans and phytoestrogens found in the flax are really helpful there. Um, and other seed also is the pumpkin seed. So that's going to have zinc in there, really high in zinc, um, which is super great for PCOS. There's also been um, I mentioned PCOS a lot with seed cycling because there has been a really great research study. There's been a couple 
um, with how three months of doing seed cycling can be super helpful um, with like symptoms related to PCOS. So like hormonal acne can be irregular cycles, you know, anovulatory cycles and, um, you know, like facial hair, all those things are kind of related to PCOS. So seed cycling is wonderful for that. But the zinc is a great um, mineral that is going to help not only support those androgen levels in your body, but help support ovulation, which again, I mentioned ovulation a lot because one of those um, phases of your cycle that a lot of people think it's the period that's the most important, but really ovulation is when, when egg is released from your ovary. So it's the time where you can get pregnant, really important um, time frame, And uh, this is going to be having a lot of health benefits. So I always say, if you're not ovulating, you're not going to be able to produce progesterone, which is again, that second main hormone of your menstrual mm -hmm. cycle, which is responsible for so many things like ir reducing irritability, reducing mood swings, reducing anxiety, sadness, all of those things a lot of us deal with. Progesterone is literally the chill hormone. Um, so again, ovulation, I mentioned that a lot when we talk about the first phase of the cycle because it's just a really important event that we want to make sure happens. Uh, so those are the two benefits. There's also omega-3s um, that are obviously really high in flax. Omega-3s are really important and that a lot of us know about. It's a really important fatty acid that helps decrease inflammation in the body. So that's going to be high in this blend as well, along with iron that helps replenish red blood cells. And I always say for people who are, are iron deficient in seed cycling, these, these blends are very high in iron. However, just because my background's in nutrition, I'm always so weird to like give this straight up facts, which is like to make sure you're pairing with vitamin C because plant-based iron is not going to be as best absorbed in the body like heme iron. So animal-based iron, think like like steak, you know, those bread meats, chicken, all those things are going to be higher in iron than a plant-based iron um, because plant-based are non-heme. So pairing with vitamin C actually helps increase iron absorption. So add like oranges or something on your yogurt or um, throw it with some like berries or something and like your overnight oats, something like that. Um, don't think about it too hard, but I would just say if you want more iron deficient, that, that could be something that's going to help promote the iron absorption better as it's really important to replenish our blood cells here. Um, and the second half of your cycle is going to be ovulation again to your next period. So everyone's day, they ovulate. It's going to be different. It's about 13 to 15, 15 days before their next period. Um, but again, everyone's kind of different when it happens. There's so many things you can talk about, about how to confirm ovulation, but, um, that, that would take me so long to talk about, but like mm -hmm. basal body temperature, like confirming that's a great way. Um, an egg white consistency, um, when you go to the bathroom, so for your discharge is another sign to know if you're ovulating as well that you get. And so your body just sends you all these, um, cues. That's where cycle syncing is so great because you're kind of understanding where you are and just creates a lot more intention kind of how you live your life. Um, but so that's a really important thing to know when you know if you're ovulating or not. But, um, so basically the sesame and sunflower seeds are going to be those main seeds that are consumed here to support progesterone that is rising after you ovulate. So with progesterone, we want to make sure to support this hormone and we have three specific nutrients. So we want to make sure we have selenium, we want to make sure we have B6 and also vitamin E as these are all really targeting progesterone production. They are all researched back to help support progesterone. So these are going to be high in these particular seeds compared to other seeds, um, that are out there like in grocery stores. So, um, that's something important to note. And there's also going to be, um, the selenium is also really important for supporting liver, the liver. So we mentioned that a little bit in the beginning about how a lot of us have a lot of, you know, livers that could really need a little bit more care, I guess you could say, yeah. uh, you know, all the toxins in our life and things like that. So selenium is a really great one that helps support the metabolism and helps support liver detox. So naturally again, like 
no detox teas. All you need is really those micronutrients, so vitamins and minerals um, that are going to help support your body and help support those functions that your body does naturally. So selenium is really important for that. Also for thyroid health. So if you have hypothyroid, selenium is really great for that. Um, vitamin E is also actually research back to help with like breast tenderness, which is super cool. Vitamin E and B6. So a lot of women do notice that like pretty soon with seed cycling, that is what I do hear more. Um, especially women who get like really like a lot of swelling before their period. That's again, a sign of like too much estrogen in the body. So making sure we're supporting our progesterone levels here is really important. Energy is typically lower in the luteal phase, which again is after ovulation before the period. Um, and with, with all those or with B vitamins, B vitamins are really crucial for supporting energy. So that's a really great thing to know. Um, mood swings is also a very big complaint in the luteal phase and with certain types of seeds that help with that assessment sunflower too, due to them also being high in B vitamins, vitamins, but particularly the B6 helps produce like happy neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, and due to progesterone, um, being able to be produced due to these nutrients as well. Progesterone, again, like I talked about kind of the first half of the cycle already, it's going to help produce GABA, which is basically um, a neurotransmitter that's really helpful for obviously that calming effect. So this is one of progesterone's HL hormones. So I always say, if you want to know if you're producing enough progesterone, um, really take note and start like journaling, like how you are in your luteal phase. So before your period, if you're dealing with like breast tenderness or really awful mood swings, um, struggle, struggle with sleeping. That's a big one too. It's correlated with low progesterone. Um, definitely all symptoms that, you know, seed cycling could really help support. So that's like a, all of a nutshell. It's a little bit of a lot to take in, but I wanted to like briefly run down each one. So I didn't know before, like I understood, okay, I know that pumpkin seeds have like a really high protein count and that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, and that's true. That was the yeah. basis of my understanding. Um, and, and really what just came to me was that, you know, as many women for many years will take a pill to suppress their hormones, Yeah, a daily tablespoon of your yeah. seed blend is a way to support your hormones. Yeah. And so, you know, just, you know, for many women that are like, oh, one more thing into my day, well, you take a pill for so many things in your life. Yeah. Instead of a pill, this is a tablespoon and you can add it to a variety of things. And so, you know, that to me just makes it so much easier to conceptualize and a way to like add it into your lifestyle as a new habit. Cause that's really what it is, especially yeah. for the amount of time that's going to take to see those results. Just make it a new habit. It's just part of your day, part of your eating, just part of what you do. Right. Um, and so that brings me to my next question. Let's say you fall off track. <laughs> Um, which it's inevitable. It'll happen. You'll forget, you know, to bring your kit with you when you're on vacation or traveling somewhere or whatever the case may be. Um, what is your best tips for women to get back on track? So the best tips to getting on track is that, well, I was going to kind of pitch my bar because that's going <laughs> to bars because some people do struggle with seed cycling. Um, you know, my biggest tips again to get back on track, it's kind of what I said at the beginning is to add it on top of food um, or add on to the foods you already eat every day to kind of make it that habit. Um, another tip is to put it where you can see it in the fridge. This sounds so funny, but it really does help when you put it where you can see it in the fridge, just like anything. If you like apples instead of candy, like on your kitchen table, like you're probably going to grab you know, for the, for, like, you're always going to grab for whatever's basically sitting on the kitchen table than whatever's sitting like, inside the cabinets. Um, so a lot of people put their seed cycling kit 
on the side of their fridge so they can't really see it but it's put in the front that has been shown like people tend to grab it a little bit more so that's an important one um if you work a lot like in the office um and you kind of eat most of your meals there bring your seed cycling kit um that's really important maybe just leave it there for five days out of the week and try to remember on the weekend um but yeah making sure it's always with you and don't stress out about it if you miss a day um the biggest tip also is just to make sure you're increasing the dosage. So I always say, if you miss just a couple days, try increasing the dosage, like those other two days. So you only miss one day, for example, like you consume two tablespoons every day, you consuming four tablespoons the next day. So that's a really easy way to make sure you're getting all this, the seeds for that entire month. Um, but yeah, don't freak out if you don't seed cycle. It is important because I always say it is a food first approach. So you don't want to be stocking on it too much, um, but you know, because again, it's not going to be like you're taking a pill. It's something that's more gentle on your body. So consistency is really important to it. That's also kind of why Creative Bar as well. So it's basically the same kind of approach. It's definitely different from seed cycling, but it's the same food first approach to support your hormones has majority of the same seeds and the bars along with more, um, you know, superfood ingredients like ginger, etc. But um, that's another easy way is to eat a bar, um, the day, maybe you're like, Oh, like I'm traveling. Um, I'm going to plane. Like it's just a grab and go. So there's more options. It's kind of what like my company's all about is just to create more options for people to be able to support their bodies more naturally, conveniently, and to also have pleasure, um, in doing it. So it's like enjoyable. I love that. Those are some really good tips. Um, so let's switch gears and talk about your company and the story behind it, because you went from being, I mean, you still are a, a nutritional health coach, right? Mm -hmm. And to starting your own company to support many women that experience this, not just the clients that you support. So I'd love for you to share that story because, you know, many of our listeners here, they do have passions within and, you know, potential businesses that they want to start. And I think it's really powerful to hear another woman's story and going from a thought and a feeling and then, and knowing to then, you know, the reality. Yeah. So when I started coaching, it was actually, I was working full-time at a school district. So it was like my outlet to really kind of pour more creativity. When I was working at a school, I did more and a lot of people can relate to this. I loved what I did a ton. Um, cause I did a lot of like the menu planning for the next year, like worked with like special diets. So people like pureed diets with like allergens, things like that. So I love that a ton, but working in a school district and with nutrition, it's kind of like you're in a box. Um, that was the hardest part because people kind of pick up when they talk to me. It's very like not out there, but I definitely have like a ton of ideas. Like it's very, even just when you look at like the ingredients at the bar, like every, people kind of like pin together, like, oh, I can see kind of why you struggle maybe doing that. But that was the hardest part was I couldn't feel like I really could completely transform like a menu because you have so many restrictions when you kind of work under those guidelines um, in a school. So that was kind of like my outlet on the side was doing coaching and I enjoyed it so much, but there was something inside of me when I started doing coaching, I knew not that I did, I love what I did, but it was something that I felt like I just had this urge. That I had to do something a lot bigger and something where, um, I want to work with food. Um, again, when you, when you coach with clients, sure, you're talking about food, but it's different when you're working, you're creating food, formulating food, like putting something new into the world. And I always was someone who loved going to the grocery store, um, you know, checking out different products. Like I was that like, you know, weirdo who was always like, oh, look at this like new brand. Like I was always into that. But 
I, because I think I kind of submerged myself in that like CPG space, like consumer packaged goods, like all the new products and things like that. I always kind of had in the back of my head, like, oh, this would be really cool. Like, I don't even know what I would do. Like, I'm not, I don't even know what I would do, but I don't even know the steps. Like, I'm not meant for this. Like, everyone has those thoughts um, because the food industry is just so, so different. But that's really what happened was I always thought I was going to do coaching while working um, or creating a, a juice bar. My husband and I, um, I don't even think I talked to you about this when we, we just, we talked, um, when we just we talked last week or whatever, but yeah. a few, I think it was like four or five years ago, my husband and I wanted to do like a juice bar. And um, when he got out of the military, which be this year, which is funny, kind of combining everything. Um, cause I grew up like working at juice bars in college. Like I did a lot of shift leading experiences. I, um, I just loved, kind of working in like a startup juice bar. So I always thought I would do something like that with coaching um, with it, but I didn't feel like I wanted, you know, to do both of those things um, and kind of piggybacking off, off of that. I knew when I looked into like the CPG space and the bars and everything like that, I was like, I really want to create something that's centered more toward women's health. And because of my clients, I started to get a lot of the repeat hormonal symptom like pattern and people just wanted a food first approach. Um, that was the biggest, I think everyone, when they kind of dive into something, you hear something either from like a client or you hear something from like a family member that kind of makes you like, okay, like I'm going to do this now. Um, mine was when I had a client that said, there's nothing on the market that's like food. Cause basically my clients, they, I, I gave her like supplements, like pills to take. Um, mm -hmm. and she hated how like she like, when you go to the bathroom after you take the supplements, always like yellow. So she's like, oh, I hate when I take a supplement that's always yellow. And I feel like I'm not really absorbing the nutrients. I'm like, hey, you're actually right. Um, you know, it's very true. Pills and supplements are absorbed completely different than real food. So that was when I started actually like think about, okay, like, you know. What can I do here? Yeah, what can I do with food? Exactly. Like one-on-one -on -one with food, bring the nutrition component, bring the food industry component, bring the women's health component and like hormone health component um, into it. And then I basically all I did was seed, I started seed cycling myself and doing it with clients and I just started getting like bulk white bags and stickers for them. And I just started combining it with my coaching programs. I just did it together. So a lot of people start off that way too, kind of like bridging like a smaller, you know, product. If, if for example, you're that person who's kind of wanting to build like a product or something like that, maybe combine with what you're already doing um, and kind of see how it goes. That's what I did is I didn't really leave the coaching right away. I was trying to see again, how other people were responding to seed cycling. I didn't want to jump into something if I didn't know other people were getting benefit. Cause a lot of people say like, Oh, I'm my own testimonial. Like it's great, but you want to make sure other people want it. Cause that's definitely something people can take as like a big tip is because um, before you jump into something, like don't let go of what you're already, don't let go of what you're already doing um, to make an income, but also make sure you're stepping, you know, in that other space you want to work in. Because for me, when I started doing that, like I did it, it was very, it was a very easily conversion. I just kind of got my food cottage operator license, which was for my apartment in San Clemente and started grinding my seeds there, shipping them out to clients. I started doing a farmer's market in early 2022 in Dana Point, this local um, farmer's market and started to sell them there and kind of started to realize like who my target market was. And basically like rolling the whole story, um, I started noticing also a lot of people were perimenopause women who were older I started seeing kind of what the demographic was who was buying it and also what you know maybe we were like not the problems of seed cycling but maybe what a second product line would be um in terms of making it easier for people and that's kind of where the bar idea came from as well um 
with basically it's a multivitamin and protein bar in one for those who don't know. But a lot of people wanted a way to support their hormones that was a little more grab and go um, for those who may not want to add seeds on food. Um, I don't think it's hard, but a lot, of, a lot of people think it's hard. So it was something I was like, oh, I want to please those people too. So yeah, I would say a big thing on my story was kind of, you know, just diving into it kind of right where I was. Um, and just knowing that, you know, if I, if I started kind of selling it, I would see kind of where it would go while I still had my hands in my coaching. The name of your company also has a really special yeah. meaning. Can you share with us the meaning of that? Yeah, it does. So basically my last name is Julia Cormansky Miller. I was married. So it's where the Miller came from and Cormansky came from obviously my maiden last name. So it's called Mansky's Wellness. And so a big part of my company also with it being so focused on like fun functional health and empowering people to like be their own, you know, advocates for their own health. That's something that's really passionate. Um, something I'm really passionate about because when I was 13, um, my dad passed away from like a blood clot. So it was kind of a huge thing with something that like was not supposed to happen. He was like very healthy person, but that's something that kind of made my mark with knowing that like, I kind of always do I want to like create something to not forget the problem, but kind of be his voice and like, not warning people, but just kind of realizing that, hey, it's important. We want to make sure we aren't just letting ourselves um, to, you know, our doctors and things like that to make our decisions all the time and to know something's okay. Listening to your body, like all those things are things I adapted at a very young age. Um, so, but that all was something that benefited me because I know in functional health, that's like the number one thing is preventative medicine, preventative medicine. We need conventional medicine, um, but it's just something I knew that you know, if that happened from labs being normal, you know, and this happens on lower, you know, scales, like people with hormone health issues, having labs to seem normal, um, all of those things, you know, but they really are, and you could be suffering with something bigger than, you know, um, it was just something that, you know, is really important to me. I felt like it was very fitting for this type of company. So that's a little about the background, but my dad was such an important role in my life. So that also was a big reason why I put it in my business. Mm. I have a special relationship with my dad as well. And that rings home. Yeah. Rings true for me as well. Um, going back to the bars for a moment, I didn't get a chance to comment on that. I, I love granola bars. It's like you said, the easy grab and go, yeah. you know, snack, whether you have a busy day, you're going to be out all day. You have back-to-back -back meetings. You need to get something in quick. Um, uh, even for the kids sometimes, you know, um, if something's going to be perishable, traveling, all the things. And the hardest thing I find when looking for a bar is the amount of sugar that is in bars. It It's such a turnoff that I end up not having bars and have to figure things out and it makes my life that much harder. So um, talk to us a bit about that within your bars and how you contradicted all of the other ones out there that just load, <laughs> load up on sugar. Yeah. So the big thing with that is I'm a real quality or quantity kind of person. I definitely attract the people who are like ingredients first type of people. Um, I yeah. felt like my market was. So when I created the bar, I didn't want something with natural flavors, sugar, alcohols, artificial sweeteners, corn syrup, like sugar, all the forms of sugar. There's always like 20 different ways to say sugar on an ingredient label that a lot of people don't know. But anything that, you know, isn't when you look at a nutrition label, it says added sugars usually and know if it's like over 20 grams, but that was when I knew I wanted to create a bar that it's kind of obviously like our ex bar, speaking of Sweden with date. Um, but date's really important, obviously, for using food as medicine. It's high folate, 
And it's also actually a really great woman who are pregnant because it can actually help like ease labor. I'm sure you've heard of that. Yeah. A lot of people have kids are like, yes, I know the date thing. <laughs> yes. I used it. And it, I mean, look, I did all <laughs> yeah. the things. So I like yeah. to say they all worked. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. real. Yeah, exactly. It's real. Um, so that's a big thing with the dates is I wanted to use that um, as the sweetener because something that's, again, not only me beneficial for having those micronutrients, but it's also going to be higher in fiber. So with, um, you know, you know, our labels and things like that, we, I always wanted to create the label, like the ingredients first kind of focus, but I also wanted to be really high in fiber and high in protein. Those are the two um, nutrients I always tell people to look at is like protein, um, sure, your sugar you should look at, but you want to make sure it's more coming from a real source. You just don't want those mm -hmm. added sugars. Mm -hmm. um, but make sure it's higher in fiber, so like over four grams um, in a protein bar that's going to be over 10 grams. So that's kind of how the bar was formulated. It doesn't have, again, any of the natural flavors, any of the sugar artificial sweeteners, sugar alcohols, but it's also going to have nutrients like if you look at the ingredients it's not going to have any similar ingredients that other bars have so we actually flavor our bars with like real fruit and freeze-dried fruit powders so those are me super high in nutrients compared to putting like natural flavors into a bar um and just kind of using like dates as like the sweetener i would say um and it's also going to have spices so that was a big part is to have um, a bar that's going to be beneficial for hormone health and have all these health benefits, I really want to make sure everything was very research-backed and having the same, like a certain amount of dosage into every single bar to make sure it's supportive. So every bar is a thousand milligrams of ginger, which is really great for like period pain, also morning sickness, like nausea, migraines, all those things. And it's also going to have like grass-fed collagen, which is another difference from the bar on the bars on the market is a lot of them use the same proteins, like pea protein whey protein. None of these are bad proteins, but are not really like the best quality either. Um, and grass-fed collagen in terms of women's health is so, so important because grass-fed collagen helps repair the gut lining. It's super great for helping digestion. It's great for even joint mobility. It's great for people who work out, women who are older, trying to combat like osteoporosis. Um, definitely a protein that was like, this has to be in like this bar line. So we do use grass-fed collagen and it's also going to have um, cashews, Brazil nuts for selenium. So the whole Brazil nut a day, I don't know if anyone knows about this, but it's basically a daily dosage of selenium. So we have a Brazil nut in every single bar too. And um, kind of to sum everything up, every single bar is also going to be kind of made with different phases in mind. So you do not have to consume them. Some people are like, oh, I have to consume like this bar at this time. You definitely don't have to. They all have the same micro micronutrient medicine i like to call it so they all have the same base of right. you know, brazil nuts ginger cashews dates hemp seeds for mega three all of those which means they're going to have support with every single bar but as far as the flavor profiles each bar is going to have like a different vibe um, i like to call it so like yeah. one is going to be like menstruation so the first five days of your cycle but you can consume it anytime that one's gonna be like a chai spice flavor this one tastes like pumpkin to some people just because it has like the ginger flavor the clove the cinnamon the turmeric turmeric is another really great spice to have about 600 milligrams of there in those bars um and also it's gonna have like coconut flakes some pineapple powder too and then there's the second bar it's gonna be like a cherry berry that one's made with like the follicular phase in mind so again supporting estrogen pomegranate um, we don't use flax in these bars because flax is just really bad for shelf life purposes in terms of like creating a bar that's going to last like a little bit longer. Um, so we decided to put like pomegranate in it. Pomegranate is a really great, 
Um, fruit is actually very similar to flax, so it's the phytoestrogen component, which we learned a little bit earlier is really supporting estrogen levels. So we use pomegranate in there, and we also put um, freeze-dried pomegranate. I should have uh, touched on that, but so it's a powder form. But we also do um, goji berries as well and dried cherries. So dried cherries are also like very high in vitamin A. Goji berries and dried cherries are like high in vitamin C. So really important nutrient support. Ovulation, also maca powder. So a lot of people know that powder is like a very great adaptogen for mm-hmm. supporting energy and supporting libido. And the last one's going to be the luteal phase bar. So after ovulation, before your period, those two weeks, similar to the sesame and sunflower blend I talked about earlier, that one has the same seed. So that one is very reflective with the seed cycling. It has the sesame and sunflower, but to give it that flavor, it's going to have like cacao powder. So um, cacao powder was like an obvious add-in for this one. It has like a kind of like a nutty cacao uh, flavor profile. So the cacao powder is great for um, supporting progesterone and also helping with mood because the magnesium being higher, it's also going to be higher in iron as well. It has those progesterone supporting nutrients that we talked about earlier. That's a little brief, little rundown on them. Amazing. And I was also thinking how these bars would even support women that are breastfeeding who need to keep their calorie intake super high. Mm-hmm. So This could even support, yeah, you know, mama's during pregnancy, you know, hungry all the time or mama's breastfeeding again, hungry all the time. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a big thing is, um, these bars are packed with nutrients. I always say that, um, these bars are really packed with stuff. So they are very filling, um, they're like a 250 or 300 calorie bar. So they're very like a filling, um, snack. That was always my approach was to get the micronutrient profile down and then, so I'm, I'm more, you can have fun with it. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to make sure like, cause if I'm going to label something as a nutrient bar, it's going to be mm. with all these foods. I'm not going to be skimpy on it. I want to make sure everyone gets a good, so it's very filling great for breastfeeding mamas, great for pregnancy as well. Julia, share with us, where can our listeners and our guests find Mansky products yes. and everything? Where can they get their hands on these bars and seed yeah. cycling kits? Yeah, so you can get them at manskiswellness.com. So M-A-N-S-K-I-S and wellness.com. And my Instagram's manskis underscore too. Perfect. Um, and before we wrap things up, obviously our show here is all about elevating your life. And so I would love to know what does elevating your life mean to you? means following your purpose 100 percent um probably that ties everything together but i said but when you found your purpose you definitely feel like you can do anything like in the world so find that out um not everyone i think some people kind of always know what it is but some people struggle doing it so um you know do some inner work i always say like to read some more like personal development books like kind of start rewiring your brain to start thinking about it and when you get connected with what that is um comes so much easier to elevate your life I feel like Mm, so so good and a great way to kick us off into the new year yeah you guys um we are so grateful to have had you here if you love this episode please share with a girlfriend that you think would need to know more about seed cycling if she doesn't know already and you're like she needs to know about this (laughs) and to get more educated in the know Julia, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing with us more all about seed cycling and about your journey in nutritional wellness. You're so welcome. I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on the Elevate Your Life podcast. I hope it gave you exactly what you were looking for. This show brings me so much joy and I'm so happy to have this space for these amazing conversations and guests. 
To support the show, please rate and review and share it with your loved ones. If you want to be reminded of new episodes, click the subscribe button on your preferred podcast or video player. You can sign up for my newsletter in the show notes below to receive my favorites and updates. Till next week, you guys, find us on Instagram and tag us wherever you are listening at Elevate with Eliana. Sending you so much love and remember, you got this.